I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello, this is the Pod Bible Podcast. This is episode 39. My name is Adam Richardson. I'm one of the editors of the Pod Bible magazine and one of the three hosts of this podcast. Uh, there's no Stu today, there's no Pip today, it is just me, but I'm more than confident that I can guide you through uh, as we have lots of great company from our guests. So we don't need a co host. Last week, if you missed out on last week where Stu was around, we spoke to Clara Ampho from BBC Radio 1. She was talking about her podcast, This City. Um, And then we went back to a live recording that we did at King's Place where we launched one of our magazines. And we had great guests, Kate Hutchinson from Last Bohemians and Brett Goldstein from Films to be Buried With. Uh, In last week's episode, they were doing their final recommendations. So if you want to go back and uh, listen to those or listen to them talk about their own podcasts just have a little look in our back catalogue now though it is time to move on and it's time to move on to our first guest talking about their own podcast and it is a heavyweight when it comes to uk podcasting over the last year or so um if you weren't aware george the poet picked up five gold awards at the british podcast awards uh, he was also signed up by bbc sounds and has just been producing wonderful work i won't go too much into detail because we're going to discuss it now of course but it's a delight to be able to have george the poet on the pod bible podcast uh, this was recorded uh, one of the first ones we recorded during lockdown um, so unfortunately we couldn't meet up face to face but it didn't mean we didn't have a great conversation and here it is right i am here with george the poet hello george Hey man, how's it going Adam? I'm good, thank you very much. Uh, we were chatting just before, obviously we're finding ourselves in a you know, odd situation as everybody knows. Um, how are you finding that when it comes to mm. podcasts and, and things like that? Are you listening to more? Um, I am listening a lot more. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, it goes like self-isolation goes hand in hand with my creative process. Oh, excellent. Okay, so are you finding yourself working more? Yes. <laughs> um, it's probably not what my family would want, but it is, uh, it's, it, it's just perfect. It's, not, it's a great time to listen. I think that's what we'd be, we're all being forced to do in a way that we're not used to on some level. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's coming at a time where there, there's been a lot of noise and a lot of shouting back and forth between different groups. Yeah. Right, so... It's, it's nice to take a second to just um, just recalibrate, I suppose. Absolutely. Uh, and one of the things I'd be really interested to know is it, how everything that, that's sort of going on now may affect your show in the, in the long run and whether or not it's, it's the sort of situation that could lead to you producing content for your podcast. But before I ask you anything like that, mm. it's probably a good idea just to ask you, what is your podcast? How did it start? And uh, what does it entail? Um, have you heard George's podcast? How can I put it? It started as an an abstract idea. Mm-hmm. Before I'd written a single word of the script, I felt that there would be space for me to um, explain or unpack some of my ideas in an artistic form beyond what the song format would allow. Right. And um, it occurred to me that podcasting was that space. So over a couple of months, I experimented with some ideas in my in my house kind of like how I am now 
just in my bedroom fiddling around in the home studio mm-hmm. and it, it started sounding like there was a narrative emerging which was about my perspective my interpretation of world events um intertwined with music excellent okay um and would you be able to just give us a little idea of what your background was before the podcast then obviously you know yeah, I, yeah. I know you you do a lot of stuff music poetry so i originally started as a rapper at the age of 15 and then at 19 i made the decision to switch it to performance poetry spoken word and then uh, a couple of years into that decision i i reintroduced music into my spoken word and uh had a little stint i guess as a pop act but with uh basically pop poetry <laughs> yeah. or, or radio friendly poetry and um that was cool uh but my interests like i said were more about um elaborating the theories and the sociology that i was that i was really getting into and and i wanted to, i wanted to make that seamless i didn't want it to be uncomfortable like people were hoping to hear a song but they had to sit and listen to a lecture i wanted a hybrid form that allowed me to be a bit more elaborate and uh, that's how i landed on podcasting two years ago now excellent so um do you think you'd be able to give our listeners an idea of of the format of an episode of uh, have you heard george's podcast is there such a thing as sort of a set format for each one or does it vary <laughs> set format is crazy uh, yeah <laughs> there is no set format no uh but um the way i approach each episode is that i consider a piece of music or a piece of art or an event and um i start talking to myself about <laughs> what i think um like my innermost feelings about it uh, the episode one kicks off with me listening to a song by a local artist called Don D. He's from Tottenham. And um, I had happened to, I'd recently connected with Don and had a conversation with him about, and it got really philosoph- philosophical. And I thought for someone making street music, he's far more reflective than the street stereotype is, 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 is imagined to be. And I thought it, it, it would be nice to have a moment where I could make it clear just how thoughtful someone with that kind of material someone with that kind of lifestyle can be and um the podcast gave me space to do that dun dun's a very fascinating character and he's just the tip of the iceberg i feel like the the whole urban rap scene in this country is full of people who are just a lot more complex than than the commentary on their music might suggest okay brilliant and would you say that that first episode is probably the best place for a new listener to start. I mean, some people tend to say that maybe, you know, it took them a few episodes to find their feet and actually be happy with what they were putting out there um, and may say, you know, start on episode 10 or something like that. But for you, do you think episode one is is the best place? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. episode one is the best place. Each episode is its unique thing. It takes a different path. Some episodes Mm. are journalism. Some are drama, actors, you know, characters. Some are like fantasy almost animation, Pixar kind of stuff. So I guess to follow my progression through the form, you might as well just start at one. Always good advice, easy to follow. And now, obviously, a lot of people will know, uh, people who follow podcasting closely will be aware that after your sort of first set of episodes, you um, received a lot of praise and did extremely well at the British um, Podcast Awards. And I know that you've got some involvement there now. Um, in terms of judging and things like that. Did you, I mean, when it came to your next set of episodes, were you already working on those before you, you know, stole the limelight as it were, or, or did, did that have any effect on, 
on on uh, how how you approach the podcast moving forward? Um, I guess I'm always working on on this material because it really is the presentation of my, like I said, innermost feelings, mm. most political in nature, social commentary. So I'm always observing and making notes and testing out little verses and, and musical ideas. But when those awards came through, we hadn't started recording recording chapter two in earnest. I had already set my sights on the shape of the chapter. But yeah, I guess when you listen to it, you can hear that there are, like I start off by referencing the recent successes and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite literal in places about how it's going. Okay. Um, and obviously um, you are working with BBC uh, Sounds now. And, you know, you're, it's a funny thing that we've noticed since starting Pod Bibles. When when we first started out, we um, obviously podcasting was popular and a lot of people knew about it. But since um, we've been going, just spotting the, just the word podcast on a billboard, something that we hadn't seen much of, and then seeing uh, podcasts advertised on the television. And of course, you have you have featured in uh, in one of those uh, said campaigns. Did you find that when you started out doing the podcast and you'd be telling your friends and family? what you're up to, you were having people saying to you, oh, what's what's a podcast? Shouldn't you be doing TV or radio? And, and then perceptions have changed. I think by the time I started the podcast, my friends and family had got a sense of my um, rhythms and my creative impulses enough mm-hmm. to just give me space to figure it out. But I do remember quite a high-level meeting with, an, with a music exec. I wasn't uh, okay. putting his name out there. He was asking <laughs> me like, what my musical plans are. And I was saying, I think podcasting is going to be the field for my next musical experimentation. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. But, you know, I'm not in the podcasting business. I'm in the music business. And really, ironically, I just saw a couple of weeks ago, his company um, has started a podcast. But we were having this conversation in 2017, which is coming up to three years ago now. And I played him a sample. I remember I was writing about Theresa May at the time and had a podcast sample called Being Theresa May. It was like seven minutes. And I dem- I demoed it to like the soundtrack. Do you know House of Cards, the Netflix series? Yes. Yeah, yeah I was using the soundtrack of House of Cards to, okay, great. to test out um, the commentary. And he was like, he was mildly interested, but yeah, I don't, I don't think podcasting had made it to a point that really um, opened his imagination about what I was saying. But yeah, in, in the two years since, a lot has happened, man. Yeah, certainly has. Okay, um, and what about plans moving forward? Obviously, we're all in uh, a, a strange situation where it's quite hard to plan uh, anything in the mm. sort of immediate future. But um, for the podcast, obviously, you're being quite prolific at the moment, it sounds. Have, have you got a, a, a plan to just keep going, keep releasing? Oh, yeah, man. There's so much to It's just perfect. It's mm. the perfect form for me to be able to communicate the range of ideas that I have um, and invite people who are more qualified than me on each topic you know it'd be hard to do that in an album format it is doable in books but a lot of the demographic that I am most concerned with are not big on books right so Mm. I think um the podcast is flexible enough that it can invite a lot of different people to the same conversation and I just can't walk away from that Brilliant. Well, that's uh, good news for us and good news for our listeners. So thank you very much, George. Not at all, man. Thank you, Adam. Thank you so much to George. Uh, As you can hear, 
just such a fascinating man, such a such a wonderful uh, project. He's he's sort of put together with his uh, with his podcast, and the amount of effort and and thought that goes into each episode is just just amazing, really. So definitely one to check out if you haven't already. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then we will be back with this week's recommendations. Scroobius Pip here, and I'm here to tell you quickly about something that we're doing at Pod Bible. It's the Pod Bible Listening Party. Hashtag Pod Bible Listening Party. It's going to be on Twitter. Um, week commencing May 18th, on the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we're going to have two listening parties each night on Twitter where people can all listen at the same time and the hosts and hopefully the guests will tweet along, answer your questions, all using the hashtag Pod Bible Listening Party. The podcast we have confirmed um, on Tuesday, May 19th, is Insane in the Membrane podcast with Rich Wilson and Football Ramble Daily. On Wednesday, the 20th, White Wine Question Time with Kate Thornton and Drunk Women Solving Crime. On Thursday, May 21st, North Star Rising and Giant. And on Friday, May 22nd, Say Your Mind and the Distraction Pieces podcast. Join us for the Pod Bible listening party. Head over to the Pod Bible social media channels um, for all the timings and the guest information. Recommendation time. And first up, we have Jamie Lang from Private Parts, one of our. I was going to say one of our best mates at the uh, Pod Bible podcast. I don't know if that'd be reciprocated or not, but uh, we were big fans of him when we met with him uh, to discuss all things podcast. This time he is recommending a uh, an excellent show, which I have checked out. So let's go and have a listen. Hello, Jamie. Hello, hello. Can you tell us about a podcast, please? I can tell you about a podcast. Uh, the podcast is called Believed. It's a pretty hard-hitting podcast. Firstly, um, it is about Larry Nassar, who was the uh, USA, the American gymnast. Um, he was the physio. Um, and what turned out that he had been sexually abusing uh, girls from a very young age and for a huge amount of time. And he was caught and so obviously he's arrested and he's in prison, all these different things. But the way the journalism in this podcast is unbelievable and the way they describe it, the, the way that they get the information, the way they talk it through. It's a really gripping, really interesting, really um, bold and strong look at the way American sort of society works sometimes. It's really good. Wow. And yeah. so is, is this a set number of episodes sort of all done in... Do you know what? I, th I think it's around five episodes or right. something like that, or six episodes. Um, they're about an hour each. Um, it's done by an independent uh, podcast company. So they actually ask for funds. At the end, they say, if you like the podcast, please donate to us. Um, and it's just amazing journalism. It's a young girl who narrates it. She's uh, really interesting. You get um, some interviews with uh, some some victims, some people who were involved, some lots of different people, um, and it's just a really gripping podcast. Have a listen to it. It's an important topic. Um, believed. Really great podcast. Excellent. Thank you, Jamie. Believable is uh, a fascinating podcast that I uh, also can heartily recommend. Uh, next up, the final section of the show, the final guest for this week is a debut from Lisa Nand, who is the host of the Big Travel podcast. She will be back in a few weeks to talk about the Big Travel podcast. But for now, she's going to talk about one of her favourite shows. Lisa, could you recommend me a podcast, please? 
I can recommend you the wonderful When in Spain podcast by a man called Paul Burge. He's a former BBC journalist who moved to Madrid and he's currently living in Madrid and he explores Spain. And I don't know about you, but I keep dreaming of travel and moving away. I grew up in Spain and half of me is like poised to move there at any point. I've almost got a bad pact. Obviously, they won't let me in at the moment. But um, I, it's so, so inspirational for me, you know, listening to people talk about travel and exploring a country. And when I see travel articles in the national press, I'm always more drawn to the places that I've actually been rather than the places that I want to go. And I think a lot of people find that. And because I've explored Spain extensively, I love hearing about Spain. And it's just a really evocative podcast. You know, it starts off with Spanish music. He brings in some sound effects. And in fact, I was on his podcast uh, a few weeks ago and, you know, we had a really great conversation. And I just I just love that. You know, anything to do with travel, that's my bag. And so what, what, what's the actual sort of content of the podcast? Like, what does he talk about? Is, is, it, is it like food? Is it, you know, places? Like what, what is the sort of gist of the podcast? It, it's everything. It's food. It's places. One of my favourite episodes recently was he was talking to a lady called Seppi who made the move to Spain when she was in her 30s. And she talks about setting up business there and the pros and cons. Because having lived that life myself, you know, my parents moved there when I was seven and my brother was nine. I know it's not always, um, you know, plain sailing, you you know, you think you're going to move to the sunshine and it's all going to be all El Dorado. I don't know if you remember El Dorado. That's a really ancient <laughs> cultural reference I just used. I only remember it really well because I was actually in the theatre in Fuengirola at the time and I knew lots of people in the background of El Dorado. I used to watch it go, there's my makeup artist. There's my, uh, you know, choreographer. Anyway, yeah, ancient cultural references. El Dorado. I used to try and style my hair like Marcus Tandy. Marcus Tandy. <laughs> Jesse Birdsall, isn't it? I saw yes. him. In a, in a restaurant in Spain not so long ago because his wife is Cassandra from Only Fools and Horses. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. So I saw them in a curry shop. I was like, there's Marcus Tandy and Cassandra. Um, anyway, I digress. Um, yes, it just talks talks to, you know, people. It is about the food and the places and the culture and just getting, it's an interview-based podcast and it's weekly and it's just getting behind some of the really nice stories of people, you know, pros and cons that of people that have moved all the way around Spain. And so how did you discover that? I discovered that because I actually discovered that online when I was Googling podcasts in Spain, because I'm going to set up one soon based down on the Costa del Sol. Um, but just because I love travel, you know, it, it really speaks to me. I would, can I, I know, you probably don't want me to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm torn between moving to Spain and moving back to Brighton at the coast. So there's this, another podcast that I'm listening to called The Edge of England, which is okay. by Emily Jeffrey. It's a very small, really lovely little podcast. It's by Emily Jeffrey and Cole Morton. And they both work for the BBC and all sorts of people people down on the south coast it's based out of Eastbourne but they talk about the cliffs of, of the white cliffs down there the seven sisters and it's it's just them walking along listening to the seagulls the background noise you can hear the waves you can hear the seagulls you can almost smell the sea air and they've got lovely little bits of guitar and that's another one that's sort of very travelly inspired for me so yeah the When in Spain podcast by Paul Burge and the Edge of England podcast by Cole Morton and Emily Jeffrey. Wonderful thanks Lisa. Sorry I just squeezed another one in there <laughs> <laughs> thank you lisa one worth listening to and that is it for this week's episode uh, we're going to be back next week of course with episode 40 uh, work is underway uh, on 
issue nine of Pod Bible magazine, uh, which is coming out at the beginning of June. Uh, if you want to uh, keep up to date with that and all of our other stuff we've got going on, then on social media, we're at Pod Bible. Our website is podbiblemag.com, where you can read our old issues, order back issues, and uh, read our blog and sign up for our newsletter. Of course, we've got the weekly newsletter that comes out every Wednesday, so go and sign up for that. Um, we do have a competition at the moment. If you sign up by this Friday, the 15th, then you will be uh, in with a chance of winning um, the back catalogue. We're going to send the last eight magazines out to three lucky winners. So all you have to do is sign up for the newsletter. Um, and final thing, if you want to get in touch via email, the email address is info at podbiblemag.com. Thank you so much to all our guests this week, to Lisa, to Jamie, and of course, to the amazing George the Poet. Uh, he'll be back in a couple of weeks with his recommendations and we'll be back on Monday. Have a good week and we'll see you then. <laughs>